Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. There's now a widening gender pay gap in terms of pensions for women, and the amount needed to fund a comfortable retirement has shot up. And I'll be going through this in my podcast today, Charles Kelly Money Tips Podcast. So what's happening at the moment is the cost of living is going up, and the amount people therefore need to save to, to achieve a comfortable retirement has also gone up, obviously, by, by definition. Let me just share a screen with you here. Um, now this is a, a BBC report, but it's been all over the news. Pension income needed to retire jumps as family cost rises. Now, single person they're estimating to have a moderate income in retirement would need a pension of 31300 a year. That's moderate. And a lot of people might say, well, I'm barely earning that right now. And for a family to have a moderate income, they'd need something like £43,000 as a pension per year. What is a pension? Well, a pension is like a guaranteed income that you get in retirement. A pension scheme is, is a savings plan to give you a fund to buy you a pension in retirement. And usually these pensions are bought in the form of an annuity, but you can also do what's called a drawdown scheme. And if, you, if, you, if, you've got, if you're in that situation, you need to talk to a financial advisor a specialist about that that scheme. But normally people will get to retirement, they'll have a fund or a pot of money, and they'll go to an insurance company or several and get quotes and say, what will you give me as an annuity, which is a guaranteed income? It's not, it's not dependent on the stock market or anything. It's a guaranteed income from an insurance company that will give you a guaranteed income for life. And then there are various types of annuities. You can have an annuity that is flat. You can have an annuity that goes up with cost of living. You can have a joint annuity that pays out until both of you are dead. And it will depend on your age at the time, your health, because, you know, clearly if you're, if you're in bad health, you'll get a higher annuity. And uh, it will also depend on interest rates and market conditions at the time. Now, in the last few years, we've had low interest rates. So annuities have gone down. Uh, but I, I, I suspect the average annuity will pay you around four or five percent per year from the, from the value of your fund. So let's have a look here. Um, what, the, what they're saying is um, here that they, they, they've, they've calculated three things. Um, uh, a minimum standard of, would include, say, things like £95 per week for, for shopping and groceries, uh, a week's holiday in the UK, eating out once a month, but a moderate standard might include a bit more. Maybe you're going to Waitrose and Marks and Spencers, uh, running a car, uh, a holiday in Europe and a long weekend break in the UK. But a comfortable retirement, which would, would their estimation will cost them like 59,000 a year, would, would include uh, luxuries, regular beauty treatments, theatre trips, uh, holidays in, in Europe, maybe a cruise and that sort of thing. Uh, so this is not like retiring, you know, in, in the south of France here. This is you know, normal sort of incomes. These are the people you you, you might meet in, in the street who are, are retired. Uh, now, here we get on to annuities, right? So to, to give you a pension of, of 31,000 a year. Now, of course, you've got the state pension to come out of that. So at the moment, that's around 10,000 a year. Um, but it will be going up to 11,000 
uh, under what's called the triple lock in the UK from, from April. So if you deduct, say, £10,000 from the 31000 needed, and, and then it's going up by, to 11000 soon, so call it 20000 You need 20000 uh, as a pension. So you need to have saved, wait for it, half a million pounds, £500,000, based on a 4% return on an annuity to give you a pension of £20,000 a year. So in other words, half a million pounds is only going to give you 20,000 a year. A million in, in your, your fund will only give you 40,000 a year. That's a guaranteed income uh, rising with inflation. So you need quite a lot of money there, right? So um, I, I wouldn't take this thing for granted. Now, most people are woefully underfunded. And worse still, there's a gender pay gap between what women are able to save and what men are able to save. Why? Because women on general for similar jobs earn less. And also they take career breaks. So women now are ending up with a, with a fund of, say, 70,000 in, in their fund, total fund. And, and men are ended up with 200,000 pounds on average. And this is why the courts years ago decided to, to split pensions in, in divorce cases, because it wasn't fair that you know most of the pension fund was, was accumulated by the man who'd worked longer and, and that sort of thing than women. However, I think this could change in the next few years. I think you, you could find that women now are doing better in careers. They seem to be better qualified than men, uh, better educated. And, and they work very well. You know, in my company, I always employed women. I found they work better than, than men. Uh, so there's a, there's a lot of problems going on. Most people are woefully underfunded in their pension. Retirement is something everyone talks about, but not everyone does anything about much about it. It's something that you put off until the future. But the earlier you start saving, the more you'll get in your fund. It sounds obvious, but you've got to allow compound interest to, to, to work in your favor. And I, I'll give you an example of that. In, in my weekly webinars, uh, which you can catch on Wednesday night. I'll put a link up to that. Um, so there's a big gender pay gap. Pension age has been pushed back here in the UK. It used to be 60 for women. So the state pension age used to be 60 for women and 65 for men. But they've equalised that for men and women and they've pushed it to 66, 67 now. There, there was a plan to, to make that 68. I think they've ditched that for now. Maybe because there's an election coming up, possibly. Who knows? Does it sound cynical? Uh, but but a think tank said it would need to be 75, a pension age of 75 from the state to balance the books, because in terms of balancing the book, there isn't a fund there. You know, they're just taking new money from taxpayers and paying it out to pensions. It's what we normally call a Ponzi scheme. It's what Bernie Madoff uh, got put in jail for running a Ponzi scheme. And, and the state pensions are Ponzi schemes. Uh, and the, the big problem with these schemes all over Europe is that they've, they've grossly miscalculated uh, how these things would work. When they started after the Second World War, the average person, you know, well, first of all, one in four, one in uh, probably probably one in three, one in four would be dead by the time they age, age 65. And then out of those who were still alive at 65, most of them would be dead within two or three years. So they didn't plan on paying out these pensions for that much longer. But of course, now you've got people living into their 80s and 90s. And it's quite common to see people in their 80s being fit and active out there, riding their bikes, walking their dogs, playing golf. You know, whereas a few years ago, 70s was like an old age. You know, 70s seemed really old. Now it's just like, oh, I'm 70. I'm, I can still run a marathon. It's, it's literally like that. So people are living longer and longer. And, and there's less and less people working to fund these state pension schemes. Now, 
All countries have had to push back their ages, well, most countries in Europe anyway. And in France, they were rioting. Weren't they? they were burning cars and setting tires alight in cities. They were, they were all over France. They weren't reported very much on the, the mainstream media. But there were big riots going on for years in France regarding the, the pension age. I think they could have retired at 58 and the president wanted to push it to 60 or something because, of course, they were like, oh, oh I want to come to retirement, you know, drink red wine, you know. All sorts of stuff. No, it's not. So they, they want their comfortable retirement, but the state couldn't afford it. And they have much better pensions in France than they do here. Of course they do. You know, they work less hours. They have longer pensions, longer retirement. No wonder they're so happy and healthy. <laughs> no wonder the Brits want to live there. They want to soak up this atmosphere. So, look, um, but it, Britain, Britain, we haven't really rioted. We just maybe write to our MP or complain on, on some website or something, you know. But look, this is this is the bottom line. This is the wake up call. You've got to do something about this, particularly if you're young and you've got time. And, and that's why I run my webinars every week to teach you how to manage your money uh, so that you'll you'll have more money to invest in for your future, not just for pensions, but for everything, for for saving, investing, becoming financially free. Because if you don't manage your money to start with, you know, you might say, well, I can't, I've got no money. I've got, I, I can't save into my pensions. I've got this, I've got that. But if you learn to manage your money better, and I'll give you some tips on that, then you'll have spare money to then invest in your pension schemes. Now, I'm not going to recommend any particular pension scheme. That's between you and your financial advisor. Most people will have what's called a work-based pension scheme if they're employed in the UK. And if you're self-employed, you're really on your own. That they're, they're the worst off for you because they often neglect this. They think, oh, my business is my pension. Yeah, right. You know, uh, self-employed really needs to be uh, funding a pension. But if you're in a work-based pension scheme, at least your employer is putting in a little bit and you're putting in a little bit, then you get tax relief as well. But if you're a civil servant working for the government, nurse, uh, uh, NHS worker, uh, MP, they get the best ones. Uh, civil servants, that's on police, fire brigade, they get what's called a defined benefit scheme. These are schemes that are the best schemes of all because they're guaranteed and they're linked to your salary. Uh, and they've been sort of wiped out for all, all but government workers now. So again, the taxpayer is paying for these government workers to have very, very comfortable pension schemes, while the rest of us are kind of on our own, rowing our own boat, as it were. Uh, but definitely you've got to start looking at this. And uh, there's other ways of saving, of course. There's, you know, you can put your money into stocks and shares, ISAs, which are tax free. They have a similar type of thing in, in most countries. Uh, but pension schemes do give you that extra tax benefit of putting your money in. Of course, later on, they're taxing the income, but there's still a lot of tax benefits uh, associated with pension schemes. One of the problems that the governments over the over the decades have completely complicated the matter. And it's so complex now that People just don't know what to do. So they tend to leave it or, or invest in other things like buy to let properties and say, well, I'll, I'll do that. But of course, the government are making that more difficult now as well. Uh, they, they've, they've basically screwed buy to let investors with this George Osborne Section 24 uh, tax hike. And if you need advice on that, I'll, I'll put a link up to that because I've got a separate webinar on that. Uh, but but that has, has really uh, knocked a lot of buyers for six. You know, it's pulled the rug from under their feet because that was their pension plan. Um, so again, how, how do you win with this? You know, the, the best thing is to follow me. Okay. Check my webinar out on Wednesday night, check out the link there and we'll give you some ideas on, and, and, and real good tips to manage your money, start managing money better, and then how to invest for the future to, to become financially free. So look, sorry, it's all a bit of doom and gloom there, but I, I want to keep this positive and I want to help you become financially free and build yourself 
uh, hopefully to be able to retire early. You don't have to retire at 68 and this sort of thing. You, you can retire when you want, provided you've got the funds to do so. But if you can't save any money, you're never going to be able to uh, retire or quit the rat race, right? You know, and, and we're not talking about, you know, you've just started some tech company, it's worth 10 billion. No, we're talking about the ordinary people that are working, that you've got to be able to manage your money and save it. Because if you just spend your money on things, right, and stuff, then all you're going to have is things and stuff. The money is gone. The money was over here. Now you put it on things. So all you've got left is things and stuff. You don't want to be in that position, you know, when you're in your 50s and 60s, right? So, so do check out my webinar and I, I will speak to you then. Thanks very much for listening and, and bye for now. Uh, okay, let's stop that share. Thanks very much for listening. I'll see you perhaps on my webinar, uh, Wednesday, 8 p.m., managing your money, building financial freedom. Bye for now. Thanks a lot. Charles Kelly Money Tips. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 